I think the something that was different from the way that we uh, came out of the church mm-hmm. is that uh, because you were way more in a world that was like more vitriolic mm-hmm. with that sort of stuff, um, it like pushed you out harder. Mm-hmm. Uh, for me, uh, what really led me out was, um, I mean, it, it's a similar thing that like I sort of like kept digging and like if you keep digging, you're going to come out the other side. <laughs> right. Um, and so I was like, oh, well, that sounds kind of this. This sounds kind of crummy. Like, sure. And so I, I was looking for more reasons to love. Yeah. Like. I want to love more through this. Mm-hmm. And the spirit of what's calling me to this is the love. Mm-hmm. But no matter like what way around it I can find, yep. there like there isn't enough. Yeah. And so I I wanted to love more than religion allowed me to. Exactly. <laughs> oh man, that's such a good way to put it. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. Um <clears throat> and so it was it was actually the opposite of anger. I mean, I was it was like anger because I w- was like, well, shouldn't we be doing this better? Yes. Um, yes. But it wasn't because I was like angry at the church or like right. hurt by the church. It was just that like, look, I I think we can do a little bit more mm-hmm. than just like. Well, if you don't believe, or if you're gay, or if you're blah blah blah, then you're gonna burn in hell. Yeah. That's why I stuck around so long too. Is like, um, I, I'm I'm sure just as I ranted for two hours, it probably sounded like, oh, like I was so mad and I hated everybody and blah blah blah. Mm-hmm. Not at all. Like I, like I stuck. Like I gave years, many years, um, where I could have been free to mm-hmm. just like go out mm-hmm. and have fun, um, right in church. Mm-hmm. And the reason was because yeah, like I, I didn't, I didn't just take issue and complain about things. Same story. Like I thought if our goal is to love people, which I thought it was, we can be doing it better. Mm -hmm. And here's, here's how, like, here's my ideas for how we do that. Yeah. And the, the harder part for you is that like, since your whole community was the church Mm -hmm. that made your coming out of it a lot harder. Yeah. Whereas for me, like Catholic culture is, uh, I actually just talked to my wife about this, that like Catholic cultures, like halfway Jewish and the way like <laughs> Jewish culture is, um, I was listening to a podcast with, um, uh, Eric Weinstein and, uh, uh, David Wolpe, okay. uh, who, who's a rabbi. Wow. And, okay. and they, they talked about like <clears throat> Judaism isn't trying to like, Oh, please everyone come in here. Like Judaism's yeah. like, Look, we we're in this club, yeah, and like you gotta be in the club. <laughs> Catholicism's like halfway there, where it's like, all right, yeah, like we want people to join the club. We are an exclusive club, yeah, but like we want people in. But if you wanted the club, like you gotta try a little bit. Yeah, you gotta do the research and get baptized and get confirmed and stuff like that. So, right. like it's, <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, like there's a lot of Jewish people and then by extension a lot of Catholic people that are kind of like 
yeah, I'm in the club. But like, you know, I just pay my dues and show up whenever right. the big stuff happens. Yeah. <laughs> um, and so for me, my community didn't fall apart because yeah, of that. Exactly. Um, and a lot of my like close friends are like really good Christians. Mm -hmm. Um, good Christians as in good at Christianity, but also <laughs> good people who happen to be Christian. Nice. There you um, go. and so it was a hard conversation, um, with a few of them, uh, couple i haven't even really talked to about it yeah uh and so it's unsettling yeah yeah uh and it took a long time for me to get over that like atheist bias against christians right or against religion in general yeah um because they're they're still that little worm in the back of my mind that's like you believe oh my God. that i will burn in hell yeah because of this yep and like i i still can't really like do anything about it right like obviously it it doesn't necessarily change people's behavior towards me sure but like when it does come down to mm -hmm. it <laughs> there's a filter yeah yeah like i am going to burn in hell because of this exactly and unless you're like a universalist, <laughs> right? Um, then it's like, oh, well, there is no hell and like everyone just goes to heaven. I was yeah. like, all right, then what's the point? <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think, I don't know, it, it, it took a long time for me to like, Christians, you know? Yeah. Uh, to get rid of that and just be like, no. People are doing good things. Yes. And as long as the good things are happening, we can be cool. Sure. But if the bad things are happening, we're going to have to do something. We need to, yeah, we need to <laughs> confront it. Well, and, and for me too, um, it uh, there is this part of me that wants to take the animosity that I have towards um, a good part of the religion – Mm -hmm. and direct that at the people who are propagating it. Mm -hmm. um, and what I have to remind myself sometimes and what I like, honestly, like I, I'm, I'm really making an active effort to do right now is for those friends of mine that are Christian, whether or not we're super close or anything, like mm -hmm. I want to be very clear. Like, I don't hate you. I don't mm -hmm. hate Christians. In fact, like I still have, I'm loath to say a lot, um, probably out of the people that I went, specifically went to church with mm -hmm. a fraction Mm -hmm. Um, but of the people that I just like know and I'm friends with, yeah, like I'm friends with a lot of Christians, mm -hmm. um, you know, I, I don't hate you and I don't think that you're stupid mm -hmm. and I don't think that you are like a bad person or anything. Mm -hmm. Um, if we disagree on stuff, that's one thing. Mm -hmm. If you're doing something that's harmful, like, yeah, I might want to talk to you about that. And I might mm -hmm. want to get you to think, um, at the end of the day, um, like I, I was you, you know what mm -hmm. I mean? Um, I know what happens when you're yeah. indoctrinated and yeah. in the same way that um, I'm really grateful that my more progressive friends who did not share that experience or who got out before I did mm -hmm. were patient with me and who were still my friend, even mm -hmm. when I was acting like a jackass. Yeah. Um, yeah. I feel like, I feel like I should be doing that for other people. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, like we, I don't think that people, 
for the most part, get off on being hateful to one another. Mm-hmm. Um, there are some people. That there's do. some people that do. There's some people that do. Um, a lot. A lot of people, though. I, I feel like, for me, Christianity was security. Mm-hmm. Um, it's what I was taught was right. Mm-hmm. It was what's not only correct about the nature of the world, but mm-hmm. it's morally what's right with it. Mm-hmm. I thought that I was helping people. Mm-hmm. And I think a lot of Christians do. Yeah. Um, so I, I have to remind myself, like, yo, be gentle in some mm-hmm. of the stuff. Like, I'm a salty person by nature, so be salty when you have to be salty. <laughs> be be intense when you have to be intense. Yeah. But to individual people and mm-hmm. not systems or ideas, mm-hmm. like, take a step back for a minute. Be careful what you mm-hmm. say because yeah. at the end of the day, like, is that person intentionally hurting people? Is that person, mm-hmm. like, dominating other people? Like, yeah. Some maybe pastors might be, mm-hmm. um, or are they just another person who was indoctrinated like you yeah. and who thinks they're doing the right thing? And the hard thing about that too is that <clears throat> I, I recognize that in some people that I know mm-hmm. uh, who are raised in that kind of environment and they're like still in it per se, but like it's, it's really hard to have a conversation mm-hmm. because it's like, you are having these predispositions because yeah. of the culture that you were raised in. And we can't have a conversation about that because you're still within yep. that. And to bring it up would cause a rift. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. hundred percent. And so I don't know. It's like, there's like conversations that just can't be had. <laughs> yeah. 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 Exactly. Um, and I don't know if they ever will. (laughs) Do you think it's necessary to have those conversations? Well, definitely. But it's also the thing is, is that having an awareness of your relationship is as important to consider before you, you go into that conversation. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't know if, if you're not, at the point of understanding with each other to where one of my closest friends uh, is like a very devout Christian. He's mm-hmm. very act- active in like the youth at his church as well. Yeah. Um, and we understand each other at this point. Whenever I went through my thing, I like went to him sure. and it was important. Yeah. Um, his wife, who I'm also really good friends with, I don't feel close enough with to do that. Yeah. And there's like, I don't know, like, I don't know if I can have that conversation. Right. <clears throat> we'll and just end the relationship if we, if we go here. Yeah. Well, I don't think or so. It. it won't, it may not end it because like we're a network of friends anyways. Sure. But it's like, it would just be like, all right, no, it's just this awkward thing. Things would be kind of weird after that. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. Um, but that's the thing. It's like more so in a weird way, I'm like pitying the effects of mm-hmm. the indoctrination yeah. in, in different people. And I can't do anything about it. <laughs> Dude, you, man, hundred percent. Yeah. Um, it's it's something that I um 
after I got to the point where I was willing to admit that I already was an atheist mm-hmm. and didn't realize it, um, that, that was what kept me even thinking about stuff like this. Mm-hmm. Um, because if I'm out, hooray, I get to do what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm free from a lot of that, but immediately I started seeing exactly what you were talking about. Mm-hmm. So I still have friends who are in it. And, um, as I'm deconstructing a lot of the anxiety and depression inducing things in my life, mm-hmm. um, where I have, I think been taught to separate myself from myself, you know, mm-hmm. to, to kind of dehumanize myself a little bit, disembody, um, <laughs> parts of my emotions and, um, <clears throat> you know, um, not just like thoughts and ideas, but just like, am I allowed to feel this? Am I allowed yeah. to have this thought? Is it a sin? Yeah. Um, shit. Like as I deconstruct that and come out happier on mm-hmm. the other end, um, I look at a lot of friends that I still have who are in it and they, they, they say things and they react to things in a certain way. And I'm like, Oh my God, like I see the internal conflict. Mm-hmm. Um, I see where you want to be happy about something, but you have to cap your happiness. Mm-hmm. Um, for one reason or another, yeah. or you want to be proud of something or you mm-hmm. want to own something. Mm-hmm. And, um, and at the end of the day, you, well, you got to give glory to God, like mm-hmm. can't be full of yourself. Mm-hmm. Um, sometimes that's just what self-love looks like. <laughs> you, you, you felt cute and you took a selfie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, yeah, it, it's rough to watch your friends and family members still going through that. Mm-hmm. Um, and then conversations that, I want other people to have with each yes. other that won't allow themselves. Cause like the, yep. the toxic masculinity thing Dude. and all that stuff. And it's like, there's something happening here that I wish I could say something about. Yeah. I can't. <laughs> yeah. We don't have the shared foundation. So yeah. Yeah. Um, and I want to help. And that's, that's the weird thing too, is that like on the other side of the coin, uh, Christianity encourages people to do that awkward leap. <laughs> right. <laughs> and so it's like, oh, I saw that you were like, blah, blah, blah the other day. Let me just impose myself upon your life oh and talk God. to you about it. I felt led by the spirit. <laughs> yeah. Um. And cool. Like the weird thing is that has led to like, good things happening yeah uh outside of the other like 80 percent of the time that it's just <laughs> really awkward <laughs> oh that's so accurate uh, <laughs> um oh man but like it still it still leads to some good things yeah. and that's a tool like i don't have in my toolbox yeah i can't just be like I felt <laughs> led by the spaghetti monster to come have this awkward conversation with you. <laughs> oh man. I just felt really compelled by, I don't know, nothing to, <laughs> but by, by great Cthulhu. That's my go-to. Yeah. Well, yeah. And it's no, I, I felt emotionally led because I know you well enough. But yeah. Not- too well so i need yeah. to make this awkward leap that's that's a that's one thing that has happened uh over time is that as stuff has gotten more complex mm-hmm. in my explanations of like spirituality and relationships and stuff like that yeah. i have to speak in like two layers of meta before actually saying what <laughs> i need to say i understand that i understand that 
And it's like, yeah, I not like a spirit or my soul, but like, you know, emotionally because of like the chemicals of the, uh, the <laughs> here, here's a thing that I normally ask, but like you were on a roll inside. So uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. do free will question yeah. mark. Uh, yes. <laughs> um, <clears throat> it's a lot easier to answer now that I'm not a Christian. Sure. Um, yeah, it's, uh, I think we are complex enough creatures that yes, um, mm. with all of the different synapses firing in our brains. <laughs> um, yeah, definitely. Mm. Um, there are, I would say, and I am not um, a scientist, but there are degrees I think to which are some of our maybe just vestigial um, instincts will come mm -hmm. through. Um don't quote me on this, but I, I just kind of a vague philosophy that I came up with like a week ago uh, <laughs> is I, I think ultimately in like our most base form, I think we desire two overall things. And that is survival, first mm -hmm. of all. Um, and then second, um, happiness. Mm -hmm. So it's kind of like, I mean, a baby is a great example. Mm -hmm. um, a baby reacts well to positive stimuli mm -hmm. and um, not well to negative um, that baby is going to do whatever its tiny forming brain can do to mm. get that positive stimuli. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> and additionally, we, you know, we eat, um, we procreate, um, we do whatever it takes for us to keep on living. Mm -hmm. Um, I think, you know, at our most base, that that's what we're going after and everything else. I feel like in some form or another can factor into that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I, I, Again, you know, I'm no scientist or anything. Um, I'm not smart. Don't listen to me. But um, <laughs> as far as um, if you want to talk about morality and mm -hmm. stuff like that, what's good? Mm -hmm. What is ethical? That's um, another question I asked. Yeah, I was about to say, we're going to get here eventually. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah uh, if you want to talk about that, um, for me, as a human who enjoys feeling <clears throat> human things, um, I'm not going to look at you, my friend, and just be like, you know, I really enjoy the fact that the chemicals in my brain produce a positive effect when we <laughs> hang out and have cool conversation. Yeah. Um, I don't think of it like that. Is that what's happening on a base scientific level? Probably. Yeah. <laughs> um, but, you know, I'm going to look at you and say, you're my friend. I enjoy hanging out. Yeah. I enjoy doing fun things. Let's do it. Yeah. Um, if you want to talk about um, just kind of uh, jumping back to morality, um, what's ethical and stuff, I think at the end of the day, um, what that boils down to is, yes, the reason that we want to do good things and the reason <laughs> that we want to be nice to each other, most of us, a lot of us, some of us, is um, if you want to talk about our base level as mammals, um, mm -hmm. we're a species um, we don't function on our own. If it's yeah. just me out in the woods, mm -hmm. I'm fucked. Like, <laughs> yeah. um, but as a species, we come together, we build things, we have water, we have electricity, yeah. we have medicine. Um, so whatever is going to further our, um, species and the mm -hmm. existence of our species and the things that we need to survive, yeah. like plants and animals and oxygen <laughs> and an atmosphere, um, yeah, we should be doing those things. Mm -hmm. We should be doing whatever is going to continue the survival of us and the stuff around us because yeah. we're connected to it. Mm -hmm. um, 
am I going to like, am I, am I going to come out and, and think of it like that on that level? Mm-hmm. No, like I enjoy doing nice things for other people. Yeah. I enjoy um, being able to get together with the group of friends, have a drink mm-hmm. and have fun and just like, you know, yeah. jack around. Um, those things bring me pleasure. Mm-hmm. Um, if somebody has a need, it feels good to meet it. Yeah. It feels good to take care of others. Yeah. Um, so um, yeah, at the end of the day, if you want to talk about the animal side of it, furthering the existence of our species and I think the other species around us and stuff. Yes. That is where, if you want to go there, I think that's what it would be. Mm -hmm. And that being said, um, you know, (laughs) we're humans. Everything Mm -hmm. is nuanced. Um, if you, if you can go back to that base thing and then build outward because we are complex creatures, mm-hmm. I think that's a pretty good manual for sure. what's right and wrong. Yeah. Um, at the end of the day, if I'm doing something that harms you, mm-hmm. I probably shouldn't do it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, since this is the conversation podcast and not the just me asking questions <laughs> podcast, um, can I chisel a little bit at your your different world uh i'm a no on free will um, okay and it's that's where lo- we started free will yeah yeah Shit. uh the longer <laughs> that you look for free will mm-hmm. uh the farther away it gets sure and it's like a you'll find that it's a smoky cloud and dissipates <laughs> as you're getting to it um and I mean, I, I listen to a lot of Sam Harris, but uh, mm-hmm. <laughs> the as much as I like tried to like, no, wait, but still I like kept falling and it's like, oh, sure. well, nope, no more free will. Dang it. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, I like the. uh fourth dimensional time travel explanation. And I like using this a lot, uh, versus the fifth dimensional time travel. Um, educate me. So, uh, sorry for the listeners that have heard me give this explanation (laughs) before. Uh, fifth dimensional time travel is like back to the future. Okay. Um, whenever they're going backwards or forwards in time, they're not necessarily actually going backwards and forwards in time, they're actually just going to an alternate dimension at that point in time. Right. Because the stuff that they change... It's going to diverge. Yeah. It creates a different Mm -hmm. thing. Uh, You can think of that as free will because that like every single thing that you do creates a divergent path. Mm -hmm. Um, Fourth dimensional time travel is where we're on one timeline and that is the timeline. Right. Um, So in... Prisoner of Azkaban. Mm. Uh, was it Prisoner of Azkaban? Yeah. 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 Um, Hermione had the time turner. Mm-hmm. And they went back to like fix things. Right. But those were the things that they actually did in the first place. Exactly. The longer that they were doing the things back in time, the more that they realized that these are the things that they did. Right. Um, And so it's like the stuff that you're doing is actually that which you were already going to do. <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, no, no. I get that. Um, and 
I don't know. There's like a chaos theory thing that you can apply to uh, free will if you want. But I think that we are chemicals and that's sure. the thing that leads us, which is not to say that we don't make decisions. Yeah. We do. Right. It's just that that is the decision that you are going to make already. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, I understand that. Yeah. yeah. It's like, you know, you could get up and murder me, <laughs> but you won't. Yeah. And you already, I, you know, not never, never say to. never. Right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but you don't know what's in this drawer behind that, that's, me. That's true. <laughs> that's true. Good point. Uh, you are already not going to. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, do you think our uh, do you think our definition of free will maybe is a little bit too simple then? Yeah, well, because it kind of goes to like a, a magical realm. Sure. It's like what we decide isn't determined by all of the things that mm-hmm. actually determine what we are. And it's like, yeah. all right, so what? does determine that right i do (laughs) okay like who are you yeah and how do you exist outside of this universe that you know has shaped you and both your genes and your environment have created you to be exactly who you are right and so you can't you can't step outside of that yeah (laughs) and so it's not that like we, again, it's not that we don't make decisions, but we are this network of people and decisions. And so I am doing something that affects you. You're doing something that affects me. Yeah. And that's how all of our paths go together. Sure. And so I, I don't like that, you know, a lot of times people take, determinism and go oh well i give up then there's no reason in trying to convince a trump supporter otherwise and it's yeah like, no but like you if you are an influence in their life yep you are changing the environment you are part of their path yes yeah so do it <laughs> yeah no that makes total sense to me and for me free will always even right now in my mind it's relating to christianity mm-hmm. um because that's where the question got asked my whole life sure, sure. Um, so I, I think, um, all, everything, I I think it's kind of a paradox just in, Mm -hmm. in regards to this, because, um, just kind of like you said, at the end of the day, I'm chemicals, you know, Mm -hmm. I'm matter. Um, the, uh, the thing is going off in my brain that is Mm -hmm. at the base level, what is making me decide to do Mm -hmm. whatever it is I'm doing right now. Not that it's not Um, complex. Yeah, no, 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 absolutely. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's hard to wrap your mind around, but. Um, I could get up and murder you right now, but there's a few reasons why I wouldn't, a few sure. reasons. There's a lot of reasons why I wouldn't do that. Um, <laughs> um, I'm glad there's at least three. Yeah, yeah right. Um, name, name, a, um, but no, like I just to like, I don't know if it's playing devil's advocate or whatever, but like, what's to say that, um, you know, just to prove that there's free will. Oh, well, shit, I'll get up and murder you right now. And then even if you want to go there, it's like, okay, so there's something in me 
there's some some neurons firing off in my brain that wanted the satisfaction of being right, thus providing providing yeah. security to myself, thus giving me positive stimuli yeah. and making me feel like I have a better grip on reality, which is going to help me survive. And that's exactly um, the decision that you are going to make. And that's why I murdered Santiago on yeah. his podcast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No. So I think wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> the first time you were murdered. Uh, <laughs> the first time that murdering me has been mentioned on oh, the podcast. Oh, yikes. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, I thought it was being original. Uh, <laughs> um, well, actually, I brought up murdering me first. Oh, so wow. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's fine. I already influenced your decisions. So uh, there it is. Okay. There it is. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I think um, for me, where my mind wants to go, again, like with Christianity and stuff, free will to me <clears throat> as a Christian um, always meant salvation. Mm. So that's where it mattered, right? So... Um, if you want to talk about like Calvinism, yeah. uh, are we predetermined? Yeah. Are some people born just to go to hell? That's some hard um, stuff, man. Shit, dude. Like it, <laughs> it's some fucked up stuff. So, um, is there like, is, are, have everything, has everything that I'm going to do already been predetermined? Did God make me knowing exactly what I was doing and carve out this plan for mm-hmm. me just to go to hell? Right. Um, if I choose to become saved, mm-hmm. um, is that my choice or did God say he's going to choose to become saved? At what, mm-hmm. at which point, what's the point mm. why that that why would yeah. someone do that why did that right. make sense um so if you want to constrict it to that like this one event that may or may not happen in someone's life mm. i feel like that's one conversation you could have about free will yeah but if you want to go deeper than that and you mm. want to say yeah why do we make decisions about anything why mm. would i why do i do this why does this person you know jump off into left field and do this crazy thing that nobody expected mm. um yeah, you you could define that as free will and say mm-hmm. this person diverted expectations, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and if diverting expectations mm-hmm. is free will, mm-hmm. sure, I guess we do. <laughs> um, but like you said, even at the base level, um, mm-hmm. if it's hard to see and hard to understand, there's still a reason mm-hmm. that that happened. There's yeah. still something that factored into that decision, right. um, just cause and effect. Mm-hmm. Um so I guess the question for me uh, would be, with all of that being said, does it does it matter? Is there a point to having a discussion on free sure, will? Sure, sure. And that's something that's come up before. Yeah. And it's usually no. It doesn't matter. <laughs> right. But like, you know, I'm I'm a philosophy hobbyist. So like I... I feel that. Yeah. And so why talk about anything? Because it's fun. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's like, oh, like the question doesn't matter. It's like, no, it doesn't. But it's a neat conversation. It's like, <laughs> whose line is it anyway? The points yeah. are made up and nothing matters. Um, <laughs> um, yeah, no, but I, I think uh, like on a positive note, though, if you can have those conversations about stuff like that mm-hmm. um, and take a step back and look at that. Mm-hmm. Um, yes, if we can dive deeper into like, hey, this concept that we've been talking about for millennia, like mm-hmm. let's actually let's take a look at that. Let's mm-hmm. dive deeper into that. Let's take a look at why we're taking a look, mm-hmm. um, you know, just kind of going deeper and the further back you can look and see why you do the things that you do and why mm-hmm. others do the things that they do. I mean, holy shit, there's a reason mm-hmm. that we study serial killers. Yeah. The reason yeah. there's a reason that somebody wants to probe into the brain of mm-hmm. somebody, you know, who has made those life decisions. Right. Why mm-hmm. does this happen? We want to yeah. know. Um, what's the goal to fix it and to yeah. make things better? Yeah, and that's the thing. It's to like prevent, you know, <laughs> these things from uh, converging. Well, a lot of times we don't get to that part. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the goal, but yeah. Right. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. <laughs> like sometimes it, it looks like people are just like, 
why did this person murder some people? Let's look into it. <laughs> it's like, cool. It's because of this. It's like, are you going to do anything with that information? <laughs> yeah, okay. It's like, yeah, no, that's just like why Ted Bundy did that. It's like, make a podcast. Are you going to like, <laughs> you know, <laughs> try and stop other Ted Bundys from yeah. happening? It's like, well, if another one happens, we'll study that one too. Jesus. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> but that's the uh, thing it's um another reason why i like having the free will conversation yeah. is because it actually ties into everything else yeah um and kind of a reason why i do the podcast like nice uh, i had a different guest on the podcast who we talked about like yeah why do you like who are you and why do you do the things that you do he's mm-hmm. That's like the thesis of this. <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, while at the same time uh accelerating the friendship process. Um totally. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a gimmick that um I've I've tapped into because uh instead of like, oh, let's just have a series of experiences over time, yeah, let's just have really deep conversations in like two hours span. <laughs> And then we're good friends. Damn, there it is. <laughs> We've never hung out before. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it works. The system works. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, sorry to like reveal the code of the thing, but like, yeah, no, that's that's another. You've seen the face of God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, but if we like expand it out to society, uh, I saw a Joker the other day with my wife. Finally. Uh, <laughs> oh, you saw Joker the movie? Yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, but I just figured that was necessary because I said the word society. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh. the, if we, if we do have that goal of like, why does the serial killer exist? Yeah. We can actually apply that to everything else mm-hmm. and go, all right, why does crime exist? Mm-hmm. And we can go, all right, what are the things that lead criminals to be criminals? What are the things yep. that lead, you know, uh, billionaires to destroy the ecosystem? Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, How do we prevent that shit from happening? Yeah. And if we first acknowledge <clears throat> that we don't have free will, that we are products of our genes and our mm-hmm. environment, then we can do our damnedest to change the environment yes. to make sure that this doesn't happen. Exactly. Anymore. And so it's like, I don't actually, I don't necessarily blame like oil companies for spilling oil into the environment. Like I do, but at the same time, <laughs> it's like something led to this. Right. Well, like we let this happen. Yes. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and we also let them get away with it. Yep. We created a system that allowed them yep. to do this and then get away with it. Uh huh. Why are we doing this? <laughs> like, why yeah. should we let yeah. this happen? Um, why are there people starving across mm, the world? Like, yeah. we know that we have or can come up with the resources to mm-hmm. fix that. So what are we not willing to give up to make mm-hmm. that happen? Like, yeah. at what point do we get so uncomfortable that we stop asking the question and yeah. don't go any further and just <laughs> accept it? Yeah. yeah. And a <clears throat> lot of times it boils down to like, well, it's always been this way. <laughs> <laughs> and I hate that so Bullshit. much. Um, that's actually one of the things that led me away from religion mm. is just like 
you just keep asking the question yeah and the people who stay in are just like well because yeah <laughs> this doesn't require me to think yeah so it's and easier so to just do this it's it's hard yeah to start trying to question the basic fundamentals of our reality mm-hmm. but like you know it, it started with like why does god want to burden the gay people exactly. and it's like why does god want you to love him yep why does god want <laughs> exactly and asking that fundamental question like, whoa <laughs> yeah we're getting on to like some wibbly stuff yeah um so i mean with the system thing it's like all right a lot of bankers did some stuff in 2008 that led to the crash and a mm-hmm. lot of people ended up being homeless or bankrupt whatever it might have been and then they got away with it yeah they wanted to do this and they did and are happy and still have millions of dollars. Right. Rather than go, those are bad people. Yeah. They are. We acknowledge that, but let's go a step further and go, how did we create a system? Yeah. That allowed this to happen. Exactly. And then how do we change it? Mm -hmm. I don't know. That's why it's like, so I have two spheres. Now we're getting into politics. Uh, sure. <laughs> of uh, there's my ideal brain, right? Like in my beautiful utopia, <laughs> this is how things in the would vacuum. be. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and so I'm a. Uh, what's the the entire phrase? Is a fully all fully automated luxury. Gay space, gay space communism, communism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that's All the ideal. <laughs> um, however, it's a little hard to get yeah. there, and it's hard to get from here to there yep. and just like take a step. We need yeah. some steps in between, <laughs> right? Um, exactly. Pragmatically, I'm more of like a left leaning libertarian, probably. Sure. <laughs> Uh, hence Yang Gang. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, what do you know about Andrew Yang? I want to have this. Oh, here we go. Too, but um, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, UBI, of course. Yeah. Um, I mean, I haven't done a ton of research into him. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I've heard his basic platform. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, it's better than the shit we have right now. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um ultimately. Uh, my thing is more, so just, just to go back to fully mm-hmm. automated luxury gay space communism, exactly. um, I think just in the way that you were saying that like, you know, not that you said this, but paraphrasing, like sure, sure. life should be, and it can have its best form when we keep asking the questions. Mm-hmm. That's how we improve. Mm-hmm. Um, for me, um, well, I, I just think about like, um, <laughs> so go off in left field. If I was, you know, if I was a surf um, in somebody's mm-hmm. fiefdom, like <laughs> for me being my ideal surf brain and saying like, Oh, I really would like a life where I'm not a surf or something like that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, versus my pragmatic surf brain, which was like, you know, maybe I should find ways to be more efficient and 
change the feudal system from within, mm-hmm. and I'm putting mouths uh, words in the mouth of a serf right now. Um, <laughs> you know, why don't I change it from within? Why don't mm-hmm. I settle for this and then try to do the best that I can in this bubble? Mm-hmm. Um, I just have to think about, you know, we're in a, we're in a place now, a lot of the world anyway, where feudalism is not a thing anymore. Mm-hmm. That whole system gone. Now, don't get me wrong, replaced by wage slavery. Um, <laughs> very similar. Um, but at the end of the day, it, it progressed into something that is better at the mm-hmm. end of the day. It's not great. It's not good, but it's better. Um, it's, we have we have things pretty great. Oh, we I do. mean, if we're talking about, yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Uh, life expectancy, quality yeah, of life. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no, absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel um, like a lot of times when people say it's like, oh, the system sucks. <laughs> it's like we're forgetting a little bit of the fact that, like, oh yeah, we have supercomputers in our pockets, and yeah. like, we know. I mean, I lived past seventeen, so yeah. and I really appreciate that. <laughs> I didn't die in a factory when I was five. Yeah, um, yeah, no, uh, Sorry. indubitably, <laughs> no, 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 you're good, you're good, and that and that further, I think, goes along with that. Um, yeah, yeah. That is, if I was, you know, a factory worker mm-hmm. at the age of five, um, I could not picture a reality where that was not happening. Mm -hmm. Um, Or if it was, it would be like a dismal, you know, um, like (laughs) echo of what a Mm five-year-old has today in the United States. Um, Even if you're talking about somebody who is impoverished, Mm -hmm. um, you're not working in a mine. Mm -hmm. Um, So for me, um, I, I think that fully automated luxury gay space communism um, (laughs) by, by another name, realistically, um, you know, I'm not going to tell you that something like that is possible or for for me, just being more realistic would be um, just like a community based um, anarchism. Sure. Basically. Yeah. Um, We would have to progress to the point in society where Mm -hmm. we no longer needed something at the top to keep, for example, gay people from being murdered in their communities. Um, Like they're like talking about the physical space around them communities. Yeah. Um, can we just jump there? No, we can't <laughs> put the foot down. We can't say, okay, no government, anarchy. Not yeah. at all. That's stupid. Like mm-hmm. anarchism to me isn't throwing a brick through a Starbucks window. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to progress whatever that looks like mm-hmm. to the point where something like that is possible yeah. in the same way that, you know, our ancestors long ago in whatever social systems they lived under, some of them um, mm-hmm. wanted to get to a point where uh, some, some new system of living and social contract that they couldn't even fathom yeah. was a thing, which yeah. is what we have now, you know, for people who lived hundreds of years ago, I'm sure they couldn't picture it. Yeah. Um, so realistically for me, the reason that I um, am a socialist and um, ideally, you know, yeah. with my, with my idealistic brain would be an uh, anarchist mm-hmm. um, is because that is the reality that I want for the people after me. I don't, I I really don't think I'll see it in my lifetime. There's no way I can picture it happening in my lifetime, but that doesn't mean that I shouldn't push us in Mm -hmm. that direction to get to a point where one day we can maybe have that. And for now, I just think that the best way, um, is pushing, um, pushing more and more towards socialism, um, taking care of each other, Mm -hmm. um, putting the, um, means of production and, um, the power to actually turn the cogs and stuff in the hands of the people who turn the cogs, Mm -hmm. as opposed to the people who, stand above and kick down breadcrumbs, make us fight each other and then profit off of our labor. Um, Going back to Andrew Yang, um, I don't dislike him. And Mm -hmm. I I think the idea of UBI is a good idea. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I think it's something that is a great idea that it, if it exists in a larger context. Mm-hmm. So just UBI, and, and again, you know way more about him than I do. So <laughs> I don't want to say that that's his only only thing because I know it's not. Um, <clears throat> but if that is kind of the crux of it, mm-hmm. um, I just think that it's kind of putting a Band-Aid on a wound that mm-hmm. needs um, antibiotics <laughs> or sure, something. Sure. Um, if, if that exists within the larger context of a system that is set up to support something like that, mm-hmm. I think that's fantastic. Yeah. Um, and at the end of the day, this goes without saying, but if we're trying to actually push society to a place where we are taking care of each other mm-hmm. and recognizing that right now it's not, <laughs> and yeah. it's pretty fucking terrible, yeah. um, not actively trying to take away rights from people and demonize mm-hmm. people and shit like that. Um, I think we're moving in the right direction. And I think the conversations that we have about that Mm -hmm. um, is what's important. Mm -hmm. Um, We shouldn't be arguing in 2019 about who is and isn't a person and who does and does not deserve rights. You know, Um, we should be saying we agree that we need to fix things, save the planet, Mm -hmm. take care of people, um, raise life expectancy, take like get to the point where people aren't lacking basic (laughs) means of survival. But how do we do it? You know? Um, anyway, I don't know if that answered your question at no, all. Yeah, but yeah. <laughs> um, tell me more about Andrew Yang. I want to know. Well, okay. Um, <clears throat> I was about to feel like, all right, maybe I'll like ease off the Yang thing. No, 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 no. Ask the question. Hundred percent. No, no, no. Okay. <clears throat> Andrew Yang has the most policies on his website than any other Democratic candidate. Not only that, they are like extremely researched and data based. So nice. he's he's not just like. I feel like retraining programs would work. Right. He's like, no, actually, <sighs> retraining programs don't work. We have the data. We're very bad at it. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And here's um, the evidence to, to support it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he has a whole bunch of stuff. Uh, so, like, one of the biggest game changers in my mind is ranked choice voting. Okay. Uh, do you know about ranked choice voting? Um, vaguely explain it to me though. Uh, so it's instead of just, uh, what we have right now is called first past the post, which is basically as soon as someone gets a simple majority, they win. Right. Um, but what that creates is a hard binary, right? Because you have 50, 51%. (laughs) like, cool. Got it. Done. Yeah. Um, what happens to the other 49% yeah. of the people who voted? It's a lot of people. didn't want that candidate. Mm-hmm. Um, they're just like, sorry, sucks, bro. Yeah. Deal with it. Uh, <clears throat> sounds familiar. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Jeez. Uh, <laughs> but uh, with ranked choice voting, uh, what you do is ideally with more than just two candidates, yeah. you would go... This is my favorite. They're my number one. Right. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. I also don't mind this person, so I'll put them as number two. Right. Like you can actually go all the way down the list, or you can actually just do what you want with your vote. Yeah. I almost said be an idiot, but <laughs> do what you want with your vote and uh, just like vote for one person. You're like, this is my main, no one else. Yeah. Um. But if you voted for other people, then right. like once, if your main was to not win, then your vote 
trickles to exactly the next and then the next and then the next. Yep. And so what ends up happening is that the winner ends up with the actual majority. Right. And so you end up with like right. 70 to 80 percent like votes on these candidates rather yeah. than like 50 percent. Exactly. No, um, that makes sense. Because it's like they weren't my favorite <clears throat> candidate, but I was also not going to be mad if they won. Exactly. Um, yeah. And so more people are like not mad. <laughs> right. Yeah, no, totally. Um, And so what that also does is it depolarizes the political sphere. Totally. Because instead of being like, I'm hard over here. Yeah. Uh, all of you 50% over this way, come this way. And if you're like in between, you better lean this way. Right. Um, and then the other way all the time. Sure. Instead, what it does, it's like, all right, let me try and like get the most people in here. I may not be your first or second vote. Yeah. But if you put me on your number three, I don't mind. Here's some stuff that like I think people can get along with without sure. being so extreme as to like <clears throat> and it's dismantle yeah. the system. Right. <laughs> like how happy would we be if we got like a good boring John Kerry <laughs> nowadays? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um as opposed to like just straight up Trump. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like no, that makes a lot of sense. I I long for a good boring <laughs> conservative. Someone candidate. you don't have to think about every day. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, but that's just one. Uh another thing yeah, is, a really good way to look um, at it. Democracy dollars. Um uh, basically uh Yang has this thing to where um every US citizen gets I think hundred or two hundred democracy dollars. Okay. It's essentially just like a voucher to give towards a political campaign. Okay. And so you can like spread that out however you want. Mm -hmm. But basically what it does is it puts money in the hands of every single voter to actually support. Right. Uh, politically. And one, it creates engagement. Mm -hmm. Because it's like, I have this thing that I, like, if I don't spend it, it's just nothing. Yeah. Here's actual power, like, you can hold yeah, in your hand. Yeah, here's actual <laughs> physical power yeah. that I can give to someone. Um, and what that does is, instead of driving candidates to go, cool, let me just pander to Exxon over here. Yeah, who exactly. Has billions of dollars to give me. Let me actually try and get as many of these democracy dollars as I can sure. by actually trying to get the American populace. Yeah. To represent vote a greater me. majority of the actual yeah. people. And they will like it feels more representative. Sure. And so that it takes care of the corruption, uh, not immediately, but yeah. there's also policies that he has about how much money can be given to yeah. Right, right, so, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but anyways, just Stuff like that that's like, that's kind of weird. I didn't know about that. <laughs> or stuff like, well, yeah, that's a given. <laughs> yeah, totally. Um, he has a climate change plan as well and all, all that. You ever heard of thorium reactors? No. Um, 
for whatever reason, whenever uh, we were developing nuclear, uh, like as an energy source, people were like, all right, uranium. Because mm-hmm. it's like big and powerful. And we've seen <laughs> what it does. It wins wars. Um, <laughs> right. <laughs> or at least one. Um, but it's extremely dangerous and extremely toxic and everything. Yeah. Uh, and it can have meltdowns. Right. Um, but there's also thorium, which you can do in, you can use in a similar way that we use uranium, mm-hmm. but it um, is incapable of having a meltdown. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and nobody knows about it. I mean, I'd but, never heard of yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And up until I saw thorium on Yang's thing, I was like, what is these thorium reactors? And it's like, yep, it's actually just nuclear power without the scary. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) Um, And a lot of the reason it's like, you know, you and I are probably very like climate conscious. Yeah. And like nuclear power is like with uranium is still like incredibly safe, incredibly efficient. It provides a lot of energy, but there's still that little like. I'd say until it's not. Right. It's like there's still that little bugger at the back of our minds. It's like. But also could explode that waste and like the waste that happens. Yeah. That you can't do anything with except exactly. for just thing. It's yep. compared to like coal and oil and everything. Mm-hmm. It's like a fraction of a fraction of a fraction. Yeah. But it's still there. I'm about to say at the like, end of the day. It yeah. bothers us. Yeah. Um, it's still finite. Yeah. Um, and then, yes, the whole exploding thing is <laughs> that whole kind thing of a problem. <laughs> <laughs> um. But, like, as far as alternative energy sources, like, nuclear is extremely, like, safe and viable and stuff. Yeah. But we just don't like it because it has, like, the the ickiness of yeah. the not necessarily entirely renewable. Because it's not. Yeah. Uh, but, like, it's definitely a step in the right direction. Right. But we just don't like it. Yeah. But if we just, like, look at thorium and it's like, hey, here's nuclear without the scary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but yeah, his climate plan is all about like, uh, investing and subsidizing in alternative energy, uh, rather than the way that the government is currently subsidizing Mm -hmm. oil companies and the way that Trump is directly just subsidizing coal, (laughs) which is just dying anyways. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Um, so, I mean, Yang has a lot of stuff. The perception is that like, oh, he's just UBI, but it, it's <laughs> right. not. There's a whole lot. Yeah. And the reason why a lot of people like get really angry on Twitter is because, you know, Bernie fans are just like, oh, screw Andrew Yang. He's just the libertarian Trojan horse or whatever. Yeah. Um, Which is so funny. Um, <laughs> He actually gets like the accusations from like every side of the thing. Yeah. Like progressives are like oh he's just a libertarian trojan horse and right. then uh, uh conservatives are like ubi is just socialism like <laughs> that's this, yeah, yeah 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 <laughs> Man. um and so it's like but have you looked <laughs> yeah sure that's that's the real thing yeah but also he hasn't had a heart attack this is true <laughs> i mean it's a more reliable engine yeah <laughs> <laughs> no and, and and that's a good thing to think about too um yeah no that that's 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 all really good 
Um, <laughs> and at the end of the day, you know, like I said, if mm-hmm. we if we get to a point where the dialogue that's mm-hmm. happening right yeah, now yeah. is is <laughs> someone like Bernie Sanders who's pushing hard left, someone like Elizabeth Warren who's mm-hmm. pushing not as hard left, or someone <laughs> like Andrew Yang who is like comfortably in the middle mm-hmm. with fresh ideas mm-hmm. and who ultimately I think a lot of the ideology that goes behind mm-hmm. it is, yo, here's scientific facts. We're destroying the planet. Let's fix it. Yeah, exactly. Andrew Yang should be the right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, in that sense, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, if, if we could get to the point where we can talk on that level, I think, mm-hmm. and not be blinded by two things, I think. One, um, just blind adherence to whatever your ideology is mm-hmm. without thinking about the practicality Extremely. of it um, and also the human cost. Yeah. Um, and number two, again, you know, we don't live in a vacuum. We live in a nation with a very dark history um, and a pretty dark present. Um, yeah. And there are all these things that we have to we have to reconcile with, and we have to fix this shit. Mm-hmm. Um, we can't just like slap a bandaid on it or ignore it. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I it's 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 all very interesting. Um, <laughs> and and I think it's a question. Just going back to like the first thing you said of where should we be falling between my ideological brain or sorry my uh, idealistic Ideal. brain. Yeah. Um, versus my pragmatic one. Where do you mm-hmm. find the middle ground? You know, should we look at the ideal side and find whatever pragmatic steps to take to mm-hmm. one day get there? Or yeah. at least, um, and this is kind of where I fall a lot, a lot yeah. of the time, is um, whatever your ideology is, if you see a problem, we should be fixing it. Mm-hmm. Um, and wherever we go, ultimately, mm-hmm. you know, we should think about that. And I think we should debate that side of it. And we should yeah. debate like which ideology actually is going to be the most effective, mm-hmm. which one makes the most sense. But if there are people who are starving, yeah. like everybody should be in fucking agreement that we should feed them, yeah. you know, or, or, or don't get me wrong, feed them and then, uh, push our society to a place where people like, like people aren't going to be hungry, yeah. where we don't have to worry about mm-hmm. how are we going or yeah, not yeah. how, but are we going to feed these people? (laughs) Um, Should we? Mm -hmm. Um, Should we keep people from dying from preventable diseases? Right. We have the means and technology to keep that from happening. Yeah. Um, So, yeah, it's... The the easiest direct way of doing that. It's like, literally, how do we feed all these homeless people in America? Here's money. Yeah. (laughs) You do. And and that's what, like, UBI is so, like, simple. Yeah. And it's, like, hard to grasp... But just like, and, and it's again, it's like the the simple like asking the fundamental questions yeah. about our society, yep. and just like, what if we just give people money? <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and I think maybe that's what's made the conversation so hard for people sometimes. Yeah. It's just because it's <clears throat> so like it rocks their foundations, and they're like, yeah, you that- can't just give people money. That's not capitalism. But but what if we do? Yeah. Well, I guess that would be, it would help. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, Um, totally. Yeah, yeah. Um, No, I think that if we, it's hard to like reconcile, yes, the ideal brain and the like taking steps brain. Yeah. Um, But... I don't know if if we are questioning the foundations of our own reality, which right. which is interesting because I found my way back. Um, <laughs> uh, a lot of like liberals mm-hmm. uh, are 
non-religious or even anti-religious mm-hmm. but then they like have latched onto like the religion of progressivism sure and so you're not nearly progressive enough oh i see what you're saying um, yeah and i find that's like a battle that we don't need to be having thank yet. you <laughs> yeah <laughs> like it's it is important that we are acknowledging like microaggressions in the workplace. Yeah. But also we should acknowledge the level of privilege that we have, Mm -hmm. that we are able to talk about something that minuscule. Yeah. That's a good point. So it's like, cool. It's good that we can talk about this and yeah, we should, it does feed into a greater like, yeah, let's smash the patriarchy and all that. But (laughs) maybe, you know, these tiny things aren't the battles we need to be having. Yes, exactly. Because there's literally a pedophile ring in like all of the world's rich people and leaders have a pedophile ring and they fucking killed a man. Are you, wait, are you are you suggesting, man. sir, <laughs> that Epstein didn't kill himself? There is some evidence <laughs> that we might have encountered and people have been discussing that maybe, <laughs> just maybe, Epstein did not kill himself. <laughs> <laughs> Epstein didn't melt steel beams. Yes. That's what I have been known um, to say. That's a whole other conspiracy brain. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm I kind of in, but it's hard to talk about. I feel you. Yeah. I think you're dead on. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I There was some post that went around the other day, and I, to be fair, didn't read into it because I didn't care um <laughs> I, I felt like there's so many things i have going on right now i don't have time for this but um some post that was going around on the cesspool of facebook like you do oh yeah um and it was about like some group that was upset at Mac- like they were giving a hard time to mcdonald's workers because they were asking people if their kid wanted a male or a female happy meal because mm-hmm. they have different toys and stuff and so this group was is kind of um, allegedly it was, it was going along in that same thing of just like, oh, this is the battles we need to be fighting McDonald's. So I'm going to yell at this high school kid who's working at McDonald's mm. for minimum wage and getting shit on all day. Um, because he did what his like billionaire yeah. <laughs> CEO, um, and you know, all the, the board and stuff ha- has told him to do. We have a, a boy happy meal and a girl happy meal. It's my job. Mm. I get paid to ask them which one they want. So I'm going to yell at this yeah, high school yeah. kid. Um, and again, to be fair, did not look into it. I don't know the validity of that. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a million articles like that going around. And whether or not they are true, I, I feel like a lot of what this is and a lot of why I don't spend time talking about this stuff yeah. is it's something where did that happen? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and then some right wing pundit or mm-hmm. news source or something Blow latched onto to it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, all the liberals are doing this yeah, and yeah. they're they're screaming at McDonald's or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but the thing is, is the solution to both of those things, like whether or not you actually do the research mm-hmm. to if it happened or if you actually really do care mm-hmm. if, you know, the they're assuming generals by asking what gender Happy Meal they want. Right. Just don't go to McDonald's. 
<laughs> just don't do it. Right. <laughs> <laughs> well, and, and the thing too is like, I, I don't spend a lot of time on those things because I feel like it plays into that whole just like, oh, I'm going to take something and be reactionary and blow it up into mm-hmm. like, I'm, I'm just going to come out here and my experience may be different than other people, but like I've never heard someone who is transgender or who is non-binary or whatever go off on someone for something like that. Mm-hmm. I've never seen it happen. I've never heard any of my mm-hmm. friends having a situation where it happened. Um, and I'm because, not saying it doesn't. Well, but. because honestly, they have more important shit to yes. worry about. Because people in their workplace are like actively diminishing who they are as a human. Exactly. Uh, Thank you. So maybe you don't have to fight that battle for them. Let yeah. them do it if they feel like it's important. Exactly. But if if it doesn't necessarily like it, it should go both ways. Like, yeah. you know, the whole philosophy is like, it's not hurting anyone. So like mind your own fucking business. Right. <laughs> like the same, that's the thing that we say to conservatives who hate transgender people and yeah. gay people. What about it's not hurting me specifically. Mm. And unless I like <clears throat> talk to someone who it actually does hurt, yeah. Find out who it actually does hurt right. so that I can fight this battle for them. Yep. Maybe it's not worth my time. Sure. Maybe I shouldn't assume other people's offense. Sure. Maybe I, hopefully we're getting to the point to where people are being more vocal mm-hmm. and we can find out what people's offenses are. Yeah. And then we can fight those battles. Mm-hmm. Well, and part of it too, <laughs> uh, I mean, a huge part of it is, um, being smart about stuff, mm-hmm. not, not, and I'm not saying that everybody does this consciously, but, um, not just like looking for the next place to direct your constant outrage or righteous <laughs> indignation. Don't get me wrong. I love being angry. Um, <laughs> but, um, you know, if you want to just going back to that example or any, anything similar, like if you want to bitch at some kid who works at McDonald's because they asked your kid, which mm-hmm. happy meal toy they want, um, kid didn't make that decision. Mm -hmm. Um, the kid and you Mm -hmm. exist in a society where, um, we still overall like are not recognizing the validity of transgender people. I mean, transgender, you also said the Joker sentence. Oh fuck. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) They'll get what they deserve. (laughs) Um, yeah, no. So yes, we have a problem. Um, and yes, we need to, we need to recognize that and we need to make fucking life better for transgender people. Is that really the way that you think that's going to happen? <laughs> Bitching at individual, like fast food workers mm-hmm. or something like that. Or mm-hmm. would it be directing that outrage at lawmakers who say yeah, yeah. God awful things about mm-hmm. transgender people and uh, uh, like uh, getting in touch with your mm-hmm. local representatives or voting for candidates or taking practical steps to change mm-hmm. the system that allows this to happen? Yeah. Um, I hate to break it to you, but that high school kid um, who is working his first job, getting paid minimum wage mm-hmm. and feeling like shit. Um, and now you're yelling at him. He didn't, he didn't bring us there. Like he's another pawn who's Mm -hmm. getting fucked in this Mm -hmm. ridiculous game of chess that's Mm -hmm. rigged. Um, so yeah. Check your privilege. (laughs) Yeah. Check your fucking privilege. hundred (laughs) percent. Yeah. Like I get to yell at this high schooler (laughs) working at McDonald's. Maybe I'm a little privileged about this. And I, it's not really something I have to worry about. Yeah. Check your privilege. Absolutely. 
Absolutely. Um, in that same way, though, like, again, it works in the opposite way. As you were talking on the last episode about uh, that pastor talking mm-hmm. like, hey, white people deal with these things differently and have are living within a system that has contributed to these things. So if you can check your privilege. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. No, a hundred percent. Um, so I mean like, yeah, if you do see a problem, that's an actual problem, check your privilege and then go like, cool. All right. Let's, yeah, let's deal with this. Cause I don't know, maybe it's just like misguided, anger like i understand Mm -hmm. that the intention of right yelling at the mcdonald's kid is like but these people are oppressed at at this core you're upset about something valid yeah yeah like i understand be smart (laughs) yeah Mm. check your aim (laughs) (laughs) totally Yeah. yeah um so i mean i don't know let's uh the word nuance has been coming up lately. Uh-huh. Um, let's do that. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, and so, yeah. It, and the other way goes to, I mean, we're in this bubble of progressive liberalism <laughs> right. that, you know, we, we do see things in this way and we are communists anyways. So it's like, Hey, <laughs> hi NSA. I, I know you're already listening. Um, <laughs> <laughs> can't wait to start the war on christmas right. this year yeah fire the first shots <laughs> um but there is some stuff like there are some points that conservatives make that we should probably pay attention to sure let's listen a little bit let's have a conversation yeah. let's have a little bit of nuance yeah um that way because the ideal is communities working together mm-hmm. to create a better society hello joker sentence again um (laughs) to make the world a better place we do have to work together as a community not just the communities that we like or that dresses the same way or that believes the same things or looks the same as us but it's the community of humanity and Mm -hmm. the community of the earth and all of the people and plants and things on it yeah that's a community and an ecosystem in itself. And we should probably work together in that sense too. Totally. Yeah. I think there is, there is a limit though. And I think you have to be careful thinking about that. Um, I, not that you're a Nazi Santiago. (laughs) Um, yeah, no, but there, I think there's, um, there's a fine line that wobbles and is all over the place and it's hard to see that you have to tread with that. Um, because at the end of the day, there are people um, unfortunately who ascribe to these beliefs that are being espoused by like the mainstream quote, quote, you know, right at this mm-hmm. point, um, something that I think the, the, uh, major normalization of it began with mm-hmm. the, um, with the, uh, McCain Palin campaign when mm-hmm. John McCain espoused as his running mate, someone who was like tea party. That shit. Fucking um, crazy. yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, and then, Hey, guess what? Now just like the alt-right are mm-hmm. very fine people, neo-Nazis, mm-hmm. David Duke. Um, so I think there's this line of like, yeah, um, 
we we have to check ourselves. And, and I just want to go off on a tangent. Yeah, um, liberal <laughs> bullshit drives me fucking crazy. Yeah. Um, shit about like, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna patronize Nike every day of my life. Oh, can't wait to buy my Yeti mug while I, yeah, <laughs> shit like that. I'm just like number one. Um, you sound so fucking stupid and mm. petty. And number two, hey, good for you patronizing this giant fucking company yeah. that four years ago you were outraged for a week at how they were treating kids in China. Mm. Like, great, great job, guys. <laughs> like, we're, we're really sticking to our ideals here. Um, shit like that. Uh, instead we're all of, fucking puppets. But yeah, yeah, yeah no, <laughs> totally. Um, but, you know, getting, getting all on that train and just mm. making it more of a, I don't know if it's like, a cultural thing or just like, you know, vote blue all the time, like um, shit like that instead of being issue focused and mm -hmm. like having um, and talking about and, mm -hmm. and, and evolving some kind of actual ideology yeah. instead of saying orange man bad and mm -hmm. stuff like that. Um, walking, I mean, I mean, keeping that in mind, mm -hmm. also listening to the other side when we're not talking about people who actively want to kill or mm -hmm. like Right, oppress other groups right. of people. Well, um, but at the same time, listening yeah. allows us to determine yes. who, like, if if you sit down with David Duke and if you've like seen interviews and conversations mm -hmm. with him, it's like, oh shit, this man's the real deal. He actually does believe these things. Yeah, listening, like sitting down and listening, oh yeah, does actually help you determine. It does. Like, oh yeah, no, this man is is the real deal. We should he's fucked up <laughs> yeah 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 exactly um yeah I, I meant listening more in terms of like um when somebody brings something like that to the table how much credibility do you actually give them and how mm. much are you willing to say like okay well that's your opinion mm. as opposed to no that's bad and you should feel bad <laughs> um a huge part of it, and I think honestly, where um, time and time again, I'm just going off on a, on a big plane, um, where the left quote has <laughs> royally fucked things up and mm -hmm. shot not only themselves but also the people who mm -hmm. make up their base and the people who don't make up their base in the foot mm -hmm. um, is just playing playing the us against them card. Mm -hmm. um, at the end of the day, that coal miner mm -hmm. in um, West Virginia who's mm -hmm. probably addicted to opioids who's never been to college who probably has a fifth grade education mm -hmm. who's lived in a coal mine his whole life and so did his dad and his dad before that mm -hmm. um, this person who has never had the opportunity to rise above the place that he was born in or mm -hmm. she um, does that person not deserve the same rights and the same opportunities and the same privileges that mm -hmm. the rest of us get mm -hmm. um, it's very easy to write that person off and go, oh, because they're probably racist and they're probably homophobic. Mm -hmm. They probably believe and say and mm -hmm. maybe do a lot of awful things. Right. Um, when we're talking about asking questions and how do we get from point A to point B and do we have free will, why does that person believe those fucking yeah. things? Yeah. Um, well, a lot of times I, I have some friends out in Kentucky because I, my best friend, he went to college there. And so we've kind of, um, I've gained some of the friends that he made over yeah. there just through <laughs> osmosis. Um yeah. Holy shit. Like, it's, it's just, there are tons and tons and tons of people out in rural Kentucky who mm -hmm. literally have a fifth grade education. Mm -hmm. Are those people correct when they say that, you know, black people are inferior mm -hmm. or gay people are disgusting and should die? Mm -hmm. No. And yeah. we should not give that credibility. Those people have needs that have not mm -hmm. been met. 
Yeah. Um, that coal miner who's, you know, for generations has been a coal miner and mm-hmm. they're all going to die a black lung and his kids will probably die a black lung mm-hmm. too. Um, the American dream. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that person should not be in that fucking situation. Yeah. And if you really care about not just the people who love you, mm-hmm. but the people who make up this country, the people who are getting yeah. fucked on a daily basis, yeah. um, we should be pushing for a system that provides for all of them to where shit like that doesn't mm-hmm. happen. Um, we yeah. shouldn't have the Ku Klux Klan in 2019. Mm-hmm. Um, and they, they shouldn't be legitimized in the public eye, but that's a whole other thing. Sure. Um, no, we, we, we shouldn't still have these basic needs that are not being met. Yeah. And if we were in a place where that was not the case, I, I'm not saying that, oh, everything would be great. It would mm-hmm. be rainbows. We wouldn't have racists. We wouldn't have hateful right. people. No, I'm not saying that. But we'd be taking um, a step in the right Holy direction. shit, dude. Like, the, okay, for that person who um, maybe they've been fucked their whole life mm-hmm. and they've kind of, you know, been treated like shit by different jobs. They couldn't mm-hmm. get an education. They couldn't afford an education. That person who ends up being a racist because mm-hmm. his life has been shit and the person on the TV said, you know why your life is shit? Mexicans, Mm -hmm. they took your job, Mm -hmm. you know, be angry at them. Oh Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. No, my life has been shit. You're right. Mm -hmm. I'll listen. Those people (laughs) who are fucked over, who get influenced like that. I mean, if the the situation did not exist where that's where it started, how many of those people would still act the way that they act? Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, that's, I, I, I think, um, (sighs) yeah. And expanding your world a little bit. Yes. I think the, most, if not all, homophobes don't know more than like zero to two yes, gay people. Um, exactly. Most people who are <clears throat> xenophobic or think that, you know, we should, you know, oh, those kids in the cages, their parents made that decision. Mm-hmm. They deserve it. Um, those people don't know any immigrants. Yeah. They don't know what it's like. So, I mean... Expand your world a little bit, but yeah, care about each other a little yeah. bit more and, and fight the battles that are actually yeah. going to do something. Yeah. Instead of just screaming and venting <laughs> your, your rage on an easy target. Uh, Hank, either it was Sam Harris or Eric Weinstein that said it, but like, while like Trump can be like talking about the nuclear family and then the left candidate will be like, actually it's nuclear. Uh, <laughs> And then you you already lost. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's not the battle we should be fighting. Because, <laughs> yeah, you can. Sure. You're right. It is yeah. nuclear. Congratulations. Yeah. You yeah. did it. <laughs> we now have health care for. Yeah. yeah. No, it's not going to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Real quick. Yeah. Completely side tangent. Bioshock. Thing. Um. Yes. <laughs> I was like, let me just bring up video games for just a sec. Um, you said Bioshock. Why Bioshock? Oh, sh- wait. Is that really what you're going to ask? I was just going to ask about video games. But yeah, oh, go damn. Ahead. Wow. I predicted it. Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to say favorite games. So I just jumped to Bioshock. Uh, I, also, Bioshock 4 might be coming next year. Or might be getting announced next year. There's rumors. I'm not sure if I want it. <laughs> I know what you mean because Ken Ken Levine isn't on it yeah. anymore, and I'm like, interested though. Bioshock Infinite is my favorite Bioshock, and it's really? one of like it's up there in my like top ten ish favorite games. Damn. Um, 
flaws and all. Yeah. Like I acknowledge that like the whole middle section is just like, yeah. why are we? Yeah. Why am I killing so many black <laughs> people all of a sudden? That's yeah. Weird. I kind of lost <laughs> me a little bit. <laughs> um, and like, I understand, but like, <laughs> yeah. Um, it didn't feel as good as the first portion did. Right. <laughs> Killing well, the all first, the racists. Yeah. The first portion <laughs> and then the last portion. Yeah. Top notch. Oh, yeah. 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 In the middle, it's like, wait, hold on. What I happened? Yeah. What happened here? <laughs> um, I mean, I, Bioshock inspired or Infinite inspired me so much that I wrote a freaking song about it. What? Like, <laughs> Get yeah. out of here. Yeah. You can go to my website, sauteromonics.com. Yes. Uh, Send me the title so I don't forget because yeah. I'll forget. Always a lighthouse. Thing. Always, well, yeah. shit, I won't forget that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. I just feel like they won't do it right. Is this going to be the Krunk's new groove of Bioshock? Yeah, I mean, people felt that way about Bioshock 2. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, and I love Bioshock 1, mm-hmm. uh, which does fall apart at the end because it's the most <laughs> unrewarding have you beaten bioshock of yet? course yeah, the okay. shitty boss yeah, fight just like the worst <laughs> boss battle at the oh. very end it's just like here's all the things oh, you win dude why couldn't we just andrew ryan frank fontaine like this is a <laughs> shitty fight or make it a better boss fight Whatever. right i i would have preferred actually just a cutscene. that oh shit <laughs> that would have worked for me too right well that's that's something that i've heard uh other video game folks talk about uh in the industry that like why why do we get stuck on oh the ending has to be a big difficult boss fight because santiago that's the way it's always been done so we should keep doing it (laughs) yeah and that's exactly why we shouldn't it's like i've spent all this time learned all the story or whatever Mm -hmm. it might be sure maybe give me a chance to like flex a little bit yeah like that's fun but it doesn't necessarily have to be in like here's a suddenly new situation that you haven't had to deal with the entire game suddenly get good scrub (laughs) and watch this cutscene of the bad guy saying his like talking crap about you for like 20 times as you keep dying and then just roiding out yeah yeah um i will say though the lead up and becoming a big daddy yeah. That was pretty fucking cool. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty fucking cool. I was, I was here for that. But like, <laughs> like I just I just didn't finish Quantum Break mm-hmm. um, because the last boss battle has like, you know how like each boss fight has like the two or three waves? Yeah. Like, oh, you kill this phase and then it's the, yeah, next exactly. the next phase. Like the second phase had like an insta-kill like effect. Wow. And I was like, I'm not doing this shit. Like, yeah, <laughs> no kidding. Um, and so like, we don't even make boss battles like hard. Yeah. Or are, are we doing this because this is where like this is a satisfying conclusion for the game, or are we doing this because you have to have a bullshit boss fight? Yeah. That's yeah. super hard at the end <laughs> of the game. Dark Souls, sure. The whole fucking game is hard yeah, exactly. boss fights, but they're not bullshit. That's right. what, that's what yeah. the game's set up like, to do. There's there's a point to yeah. doing it. And it's interesting. Yeah. You're you're choosing to do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean that's that's like probably something that gets lost in the shuffle of like game development because it's so hectic. They're like, all right, like 
we're making this huge boss battle thing. Yeah. And then, you know, as you're in that shuffle, you never stop to realize like, but should we, but is this even good? <laughs> like, yeah. is this fun? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> when sometimes it's like, yeah, uh, honestly, like Halo has done it differently where mm-hmm. it's like, instead of a big boss battle, oh, fuck. it's you're just like a huge driving set piece past. at the end. Oh yeah, my God, like, oh, dude, yeah, this is epic. Like you've been driving a lot throughout the game anyways. You're driving. Go for it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but now the Halo's falling apart. Yeah. yeah. It's like, cool. <laughs> and like, yeah, it's hard, but it's not like a... You're going to listen to the, the boss say his thing. And the, yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but like... And, and then you like get to the end point and there's a cutscene. It's like, yay. Yeah. The cutscene's the reward. Yeah. That's it's like action, climax, and then you get a satisfying yeah. like ending to the story. Yeah. Anyways... <laughs> um, I don't, I don't need another Bioshock. No, I feel you. I don't like, think that we do. Cause I think they got like their chance to like do it right. Yeah. Both, both 2K and just like Ken Levine himself. Mm-hmm. Like got his chances to make the best Bioshock. Right. But then he didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I got you. So it's like, don't even try anymore. Like just, sure. Just go somewhere else. And I mean, Quit while you're Ken, Levine, Ken Levine has his own like small studio and they're working yeah. on stuff very quietly for a long time. Right. Um, <laughs> um, like the last thing I like looked at their website, their mm-hmm. last thing was like in, I don't know, like, 2015 or something stupid like that and it's like here's this like you know talk i did at uh Whoop. gdc keep doing that <laughs> keep slapping the pop filter. it's okay i'm spiritually italian so just <laughs> um but like yeah it was like some old video from gdc yeah of like ken levine talking about like new interactive experiences and storytelling <laughs> and it's like, yeah that's the gdc talk um <laughs> right but <laughs> uh just don't ruin Bioshock more. Yeah. Like, I, I love it. Flaws and all. Right. Leave it alone. Cool. <laughs> it's just, I got you. Just go somewhere else. <laughs> Here's the thing. You're wrong. Um, <laughs> um, no, just kidding. Um, yeah, no, I, first one, love it. One mm-hmm. of my favorite games of all time because you're squishy as hell and it's scary. Mm-hmm. Um, and story. Duh. Uh, two, I, okay, here's, here's the thing. And here's why I would be interested for another one. Mm. Um, I feel like the only way that I would be into it is if it goes back to Rapture. And I, I know we've done Rapture twice and then the Burial at Sea DLC, <laughs> which was fucking sick. Um, and but I think also ruined the Elizabeth arc, but I, I you know, hard, it's neither here yeah, nor there. Okay, I just go. like Rapture. And, <laughs> um, <laughs> no, like if, if they went back there. I think it's just because that enthralled me so much um, and because I really like the art. I would be down for that again. I'd Mm -hmm. be down for more of it. Um, Is it going to be good? Uh, I'm going to take a wild swing and say probably not. Mm -hmm. Um, If it does happen, maybe maybe if it does happen, they will surprise us. It'll be fun. Mm -hmm. Maybe they'll innovate. I don't know because I'm having um, actually my best friend. he's, He's on my live stream a lot. Um, I'm having him play Bioshock right now. And mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm like that dad who, um, 
like they played football and then now they're like um, living through their child oh, who's yeah, also yeah. playing football. That's me, but <laughs> like him with Bioshock and watching him experience it for yeah. the first time. And when he doesn't think something is cool and I do, I get really mad. Um, sure. <laughs> why aren't you enjoying this? Um, no, I, for me, um, it's purely, it's the same reason that I hate Supernatural because I loved Supernatural for five seasons. Oh, okay. And then after that, I was like, this is literally just fucking, you know what? What if we did another season and this year's gimmick is this bullshit? Mm. Like the show's gone to shit. The quality's not right. there. Yeah. I don't um, watch Supernatural, but it's, that, it happens with a lot of shows. Someone in your audience has. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sherlock, same thing. Um, so I don't know. I, I'm totally going against my natural on this just sure. because I love the setting yeah. and I love the feel of, of that first game. At um, least we'll be shitting more on Ayn Rand. You know, I, I'm always here for shitting on Ayn Rand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, though. If they take it to a new locale, which they totally are set up to do with the end of uh, Infinite, um, like... I don't know. Would I play another Bioshock for the way that Bioshock feels mechanically to play? Hell no. Like it's, it's clunky. Um, mm. Infinite was obviously the the smoothest of the three and the most sure. modern of the three, but um, no, like the mechanics and stuff. I, that's not why I play the game. Mm -hmm. um, they weren't bad, but mm -hmm. you know, yeah, it was, it's, it was okay. It's a shooter. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Infinite if, more so. No, I was about to say infinite, very, very much more of a shooter. Um, <laughs> Bioshock 2 was basically a tower defense game. Um, <laughs> um, but no, I I don't know. I played it for the story. I played mm -hmm. it for the incredible art and world building that they created. Um, holy shit, dude. <laughs> like, uh, I mean, the color. So uh, my girlfriend is an artist and she did a whole project um, like using and being inspired by the art of Bioshock mm -hmm. because I just like, introduced her to the game at some point and she was like mm -hmm. wow that art is really cool that just the color palette alone that they mm -hmm. use the basic i was like it is like yeah. that's 40 percent of the reason i played the game yeah. um art deco top notch holy shit dude <laughs> the, oh man um so i don't know if it's more of that and if the story is still good um because at the end of the day yeah. um i'm a horror boy i love horror games mm. um like legit well made yeah. um it was present in the first one it mm. was good um, but what gets you from the very beginning is the fucking storytelling. Mm -hmm. Um, and if they, if they can pull that shit off again, somehow mm -hmm. I feel like I would enjoy it. Um, but so who knows? It could be shit. They could. <laughs> here's the thing. Yeah. 2k. If you're listening <laughs> <laughs> as you're listening. Yeah. <laughs> um, we've done water. We've done sky. We haven't done ground. Underground, underground, underground city. city. Ooh. Um, Sounds boring. <laughs> does it though? Because uh, like underwater city, you would be like, oh, it's just dark and like gloomy until you like see it. It's like, oh damn, it's pretty, it's pretty hard and cool. Um, and in the same way, it's like, oh no, they cracked the thing and there's like the place is flooding. Yeah. It's like the same thing. You'd like, oh no, they cracked the supports and like oh, the, a cave-in's gonna happen. Right. Like, that creates some interesting problems. Um, sure. But since it is underground, it's dark, they can lean into the horror. Dude, that's... Okay, yeah. You got me. Okay, yep. sold. Change my there opinion. <laughs> Jump inside. Yeah. Because that's gang. the thing. It's like, you, they couldn't do horror in Infinite because they're literally it's in the sky. Open. Yeah. 
and it's like, hey, here's bright and daylight. We're yeah. literally above the clouds. It cannot be dark. Yeah, <laughs> that's a good point. It's a good point. Um, and they like did so a little bit in the end, but it was like, eh. yeah, it was a very action oriented game. It's yeah. very out in the open. Yeah, but man, like I'm still realizing things about Bioshock yeah. Infinite <laughs> that I'm like, whoa. Did we need the undead wife boss though? No. <laughs> Thank you. God, that was my no. least favorite part of the oh, game. Gosh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I just had to throw that out there. Yeah. But thing about <clears throat> undead wife boss. Yes. Um constants and variables. Yeah. Booker DeWitt's uh wife, partner, whoever. Oh no. Who had Anna. Yeah. Uh who is Elizabeth. Right. <clears throat> constant. Is also Comstock's wife. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, that's just like, he didn't need to do that. Yeah. But they did. <laughs> little, little touch. Yeah. And yeah. so there's just little things about it. Like, I still, every once in a while, will like, boot up Bi- Bioshock Infinite play all the way through it and grit through just the the bad parts in the middle but yeah. like because all of the voxophones and all the little things like dude every that, single time just, that shit is so damn. interesting yeah uh, <laughs> I it was my not that I thought it was a bad game mm-hmm. but it was my it was my least favorite out of the three and again part mm-hmm. of that is just because I was so enamored by just the setting and mm-hmm. the, the storytelling of the first one um, dude freaking like finding voxophones and they had all these different characters mm-hmm. and they just gave you glimpses of the society mm-hmm. and stuff. Holy shit. Like that right. easily is one of the things mm-hmm. that a hundred percent carried over right. into infinite. and was one of my favorite things. about Right. It. It's, and the thing it's is interesting is that like the game is feeding you the twist. Yes. The entire time. Yes. Like, and you don't know it until you get the twist. I, but from it's the like, very beginning. Yeah. From the very beginning, it's like, nope, this is mm-hmm. this is it. Um, I'm speaking vaguely, obviously, for oh shit. I, we came out in what, like 2013? Yeah. <laughs> but I mean Yeah, no, yeah, I got yeah. you. Um like there's some good boxophones that are like kind of a little bit like <clears throat> hidden away. Yeah. But there was one where it's like a, a a sermon from Comstock. Yes. And he was like, you know, who is the man who like is underwater, but like as he's being baptized, <sighs> is it like a different man or is it the same man? It's oh, like, my oh my God. God. It's right there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's such, it's such a beautiful fuck you to yeah. everyone who's already played it. <laughs> like it was right there. Like, motherfucker. Oh God, I'm such a dumb. And the thing is, is that like, as soon as I beat Infinite, yeah, I just started right away. Like, so you can I catch it. Yeah, yeah, I didn't even like. I didn't even put the controller back down. I yeah. was just like, "Let's go." Mm, <laughs> I have to see. I have to see what I missed. Yeah. Um, Damn. Yeah. Anyways, we've been we've been going out this while. So. Oh man, yeah, yeah, okay. fair. Uh, <laughs> once again. Plug your stuff. Oh, yeah. Um, so once again, twitch.tv slash Dungeon Master Eli. Play a lot of video games. We tell jokes. Um, just like horse around. Um, <laughs> um, oh, also, I didn't mention this on the last one, but we have video feed now. 
Um, <laughs> so there's you can actually like look at us and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite thing to do on that channel, though, tying in with the name, is D and D. So um, I don't know if it if it picks up enough traction. I think primarily I'd like that to be a more RPG D and D centric channel. Sure. Um, and that's also just as I um am able to devote more time to that <laughs> um but yeah check us out yeah. video game content live D stuff mm. come chat with us come hang out um it's uh, dungeon master eli on facebook and it's at dungeon eli on twitter mm-hmm. um i do have lots of highlights videos and mm-hmm. past broadcasts and just uh funny shit so yeah. go check it out i will say because of rpgs uh you should do a run of the outer worlds mm-hmm. um have you heard of the the idiot savant thing? Yes. Um, mm, in reference to the outer worlds, no. In so in the outer worlds, because it like it shapes the story and your character like based on stuff that you say. Okay. Um. You can basically like become so stupid <laughs> that people like baby you. Are you serious? Yeah. Ah. <laughs> um. But it actually like works in your favor. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I thought of everything. Yeah, and so it's just okay. And it's a short enough game. Like I, I kind of feel, I, I, I haven't been keeping track of how many hours I've been playing. Yeah, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's like I kind of feel like I'm, you know, in the like last third of the game, basically. Sure. Um, I'm, I'm like still. I just got to Groundbreaker. Yeah, and I haven't really okay. done shit. Yeah. So just FYI. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, well, no, no, no. But people have been saying it's like a shortish RPG, sure. and it is, um, so that you can replay it exactly. And so, yeah. I am like, once I beat this, maybe I will just re-roll. Yeah, and just like try one of the crazy things, mm. like because you can just crazy spec your character. At That's the awesome. So That's what I do on Dark Souls. So what actually, yeah. when I was in character creation <clears throat> for this one, I was like well, shit, I have to read through everything and figure out what I actually like viably want to do this first time. But Mm -hmm. already I was thinking, oh my God, I could do this build. I could do this build. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah. So probably I'll finish it for me to experience it like cathartically in my off time. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then I think I probably will go back and like- Do a crazy spec in Outer Worlds. Do some streaming with some ridiculous builds or something. (laughs) (laughs) Because that's- that's what gets like really crazy, especially with like the the Fallout aesthetic. Like, it's, oh yeah, it's so. That was one of the best things about Fallout. Yeah, was doing crazy shit like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so if you just like, you know, it's a weird thing, but you can like hard spec leadership, and you can just like stand back, yes, and, like, send your minions out, yeah, uh, or you can hard spec intelligence and just like, you know, hack every computer or mm-hmm. whatever. I I hard spec intel- intelligence. So I'm pretty yes. happy about that, but. I'm um, uh, pistols and charisma. Nice. I did a lot of fast talking. There's I, a lot of talking. Yeah. I, I like, man, I should have specced into charisma. That's, I always, yeah. every time I played a damn Fallout game, I always specced into charisma mm-hmm. exactly for that. Yeah. So I, I wanted my character to be a fast talking gunslinger. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> and then we did it. We Anyways, did it, boys. That's something to look forward to yeah. on Eli's channel. Yeah. And Santiago <laughs> eventually. We'll play some Mario Party or uh, Super Smash Brothers or oh, yeah. something. Yeah. Um, cool. Sweet. Uh, what was your Twitter again? Oh, Just at for... Dungeon Eli. Okay. Dungeon Master Eli was somehow taken. So, Weird, okay. Yeah. And what about Demelli? <laughs> Demelli? Oh, uh, 
Uh, no, I think, Eli. no, no, no. Dungeon Master Eli was too long and DM Eli was already taken. That's what right, it was. Right. So I had to settle for Dungeon Eli. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, at Dungeon Eli. Right. Follow me on Twitter. <laughs> right. Well, at least that other person has Demelli. So. <laughs> uh, right. <laughs> uh, anyways, thank you for doing this with me. Yeah. I'm Santiago Ramones. I'm Eli Rosson. You can find everything that I do on my website, SantiagoRamones.com. I make music. Find all of the cool stuff on the music part of my website. It's myname.com slash music. Um, all of my master's recital is on there. And then on YouTube, we've got some power cycle stuff up now. Um, I might also try and just put a link on my website on the music page. I'll probably do that before you listener are hearing this. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, but you can also go to YouTube and search Power Cycle Electric Pizza and you'll find all of our electric pizza concerts. Uh, big stuff coming soon on that front. Um, Hashtag big stuff coming soon. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and leave comments and reviews and all that nonsense. Uh, let me know what you think about the podcast and about all of the conversations that we've been having. Uh, if you do or don't believe in free will or if you do want another Bioshock and all of the wide gamut of things that we covered. Uh, did Epstein kill himself? <laughs> yeah. We're just kidding. Yeah. He did. Wait, no, he didn't. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> They're getting to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> There's not a gun to my head. Is that, what you, is that what you wanted me to say? Yeah. Well, the NSA is listening anyways. Of course. I mean, yeah. I have a phone right there. <laughs> <laughs> And they just like it. It's very popular with NSA. Yeah, it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I was on the podcast. My three things, they shape my life philosophy. Those three things are love never fails. It's going to be okay. I might be wrong.